Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost? I'm your host Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 57. That's what I have written so down. Is that, is, that's that. We took a bit of time off, uh, just a bit of R&R, and all of a sudden I can't count anymore. Stephen! Yes? How do you like your 90s classics? Shaken, not stirred. Uh, we're not going anywhere today because this episode does not exist. Exit jingle. <laughs> we crack on? Crack on. While we understand the difference between fact and fiction, documentary and Star Trek, one thing I think we can all agree on is how much scarier the horror movie is when the DVD case says based on a true story. Yes, I said DVD case. I nearly said VHS because that's the last time I saw it on a box. I worked in Sharpbusters back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I remember walking through the fiction section and seeing men in black along with The Fifth Element, Jurassic Park, and many other fiction favourites. But what if I told you that The Men in Black may very well be loosely based on real events? Depending on who you ask, Men in Black is either just a movie, a UFO conspiracy, or they really are part of a secret government agency with a mission to keep us all in the dark. I'm not saying I am a conspiracy theorist, I just think the minute we stop asking questions, sure, we may as well lay down and wait for the Banshee to keen for us. As I sit here and read to you, and you listen while on the bus or making dinner, or according to my cousin, she likes to listen as she cleans, and we live our tiny lives compared to the grand scheme of things, I cannot say definitively that the Men in Black are a real secret organisation because... Well, for one, I think they're doing a C-minus job of being a secret organisation. Unless that's the intention. In scary bedtime stories, pirates would destroy whole fleets, but always leave one survivor. Because if they didn't, who would tell the tale and instill fear? Maybe that's what the men in black are doing. Letting us see just a glimpse so that we can scare ourselves so much that they don't have to. According to History.com, it is possible that the story of the Men in Black can be traced back to one day, June 27th, 1947. It's quite possible that it all started when a man, a boy and a dog on a boat. As the story goes, Harold Dahl was on a conservation mission on the Puget Sound near the eastern shore of Washington's Murray Island gathering logs when he saw six donut-shaped objects hovering about a half a mile above his boat. Before long, one of them fell, nearly 1,500 feet, followed by a raining of metallic debris, some of which hit Dahl's son Charles on his arm, as well as the family dog who didn't survive the ordeal. Dahl was able to take some pictures of the aircraft with his camera, which he later showed to his supervisor, Fred Christman. A sceptical Chrisman went back to the scene to look for himself and saw the strange aircraft with his own eyes. But the following morning, Dahl was visited by a man in a black suit. They end up in a local diner where the man was able to recount in extraordinary detail what Dahl had just experienced. What I have said is proof to you that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than you will ever want to believe, the man said. Dal was told, in no uncertain terms, not to speak of the incident because if he did, bad things would happen. 
the supposed events of Murray Island have continued to fuel conspiracy theories to this day, even though a US government investigation deemed it a hoax after Dahl and Crimson later admitted as such. But did they admit it? Or were they coerced? Over the years, there have been many documented encounters with the men in black, and many of those share the same eerie and unsettling similarities. The kind of feelings that friends or family might be inclined to tell you not to worry, or just outstraight tell you you're paranoid. I'll post the photos I'm about to discuss on Instagram, because to look at them, you wouldn't think much. But when you hear from the people they were supposedly stalking, the photos take on a whole new meaning, and it is easy to understand why someone would feel paranoid. One of the photos was reportedly taken in 1968 by Tim Green Beckley, a friend of a UFO researcher, Jack Robinson, and his wife Mary. The Robinsons couldn't shake the feeling that their Jersey City apartment had been searched through even though there was no signs of a break-in. Mary noticed a mysterious man dressed all in black loitering outside. So she told her husband and her friend Tim Beckley who decided to drive by the apartment early one morning to see if the man was still there. Sure enough, he was. Buckley returned with his camera and is said to have captured a photograph of a mysterious man. It's thought to be one of the earliest images ever captured of the men in black. Now the photo's authenticity has been debated for years. Was the man really there to sabotage Jack's UFO research? Or was he just a stranger lurking in a doorway? The next images were reportedly taken from a video shot on the 13th of April, 2014, by a man who was waiting for a streetcar outside the French Quarter in New Orleans, Louisiana. They first appeared on the popular UFO website Out There With Ted as part of an article about the man who captured them. The article claims that the man, under the alias Jack Smith, has had several encounters with mysterious beings since he was a child. In Loch Raven, Maryland, not far from his home, he met a strange boy with no hair and big eyes. Jack followed the boy deep into the woods toward an odd humming noise. He was shown a curious contraption along the way by the boy with big eyes. Jack described the device as acting like a flashlight. Not in the way you think. The device would flood the trees and bushes with a beam of dark instead of light. Soon they reached the source of the humming noise. It was a small metallic craft about the size of a van. Standing in front of the craft were several more beings. All except one were similar to the boy that was accompanying Jack. The other, however, was taller and described by Jack as almost praying mantis-like in appearance. Jack became scared and decided to run home. Suddenly, one of the beings aimed the flashlight device at him. He was engulfed in a beam of darkness and lost consciousness. Jack awoke battered and bruised some time later, and both the craft and strange beings were gone. He noticed a scoop-shaped scar on one of his legs, a mark commonly reported by people who claim to have been abducted. Now in his 50s, Jack claims that it's not so much the strange encounters, but rather the constant run-ins with the men in black that really irks him. This occasion was different, however. Jack was with a friend, and he also had a camera handy. The pair were waiting by the Bienville Street Station in New Orleans when Jack suddenly noticed two mysterious men standing nearby. He quickly grabbed his phone and started recording. 
I knew something was wrong immediately, said Jack's friend Jane. They looked like identical twins. They were slim and much taller than the average person. They were dressed in identical black suits, white shirts, skinny black ties, fedoras and black sunglasses. They were pale, they were stiff and they moved eerily in unison. They had oblong faces with a thin line for a mouth. Their whole vibe was cold and creepy. Jane also mentioned that the men seemed to be able to communicate with each other without talking. After a long wait, the streetcar arrived. However, the men in black did not get on. Instead, they walked across the road and drove away in a shiny black car with foreign license plates. Shortly after the event, Jack sent the footage to Jane's cell phone. However, less than 24 hours later, her memory card was mysteriously wiped and the video along with all her photos were gone. Jack believes that the constant harassment he has received from the men in black over the years is their way of showing him that he can be found anywhere, anytime. To this day, Jack has refused to release the video claiming that he fears for his life and is afraid of what the men in black might do to him if he ever goes public. I would love to say that I know all the answers. I don't. And really, I don't think anyone does or even should. It makes my brain feel a little like it's been electrocuted when I sit and wonder why and I don't want to give that up. What do you think of that story? That was a fun story. It was, isn't it? There is a point in town on the Lewis line that's kind of like the financial quarter. Ulster Bank is across the road. AIB is very close by. There's a bunch of men in black suits there that freak me the hell out. Um, I just thought it was a really quirky story because like there's so many times where you're like you see something and you're like oh my god yeah that movie was brilliant and then someone le- looks at the box and goes that's based on a on true on a true story mm-hmm. and then immediately everything is like god that's so much scarier because it's so closer to home mm-hmm. um, what's on his video that he doesn't want to release it's basically just these pictures that I've showed you I will put them up on Instagram but it's it's like the the video version of basically these guys walking oh, okay. around and you know just looking real shifty and it's always the guy that's further away that's doing all the staring so that he could easily just say oh, I was just chatting with my friend what are you talking about I wasn't looking at you and that's where they make people feel all paranoid I'm not 100% if I believe in the whole men in black thing and if I did my version of it is that they're actually aliens yeah and not I'll a government around. agency all walking around in egg suits yep yeah. So basically, all of the uh, men in black are aliens who are trying to... Uh, I don't know, Stephen. Honest to God, I think aliens are that far advanced that they don't require conversation or abduction. They don't need yeah. to do all of that. How bad is their home planets that they need to come and like hang out here? I really, I would just keep In going. In the city. Just keep going. Just yeah. keep going. There are better planets out there. We've, we, we've already just discussed this. Um, have you any characters for me? What Will Smith? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Let's yeah, just keep the cast exactly, as it is. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a really cute little episode for us to kind of come back in after a little hiatus that we took there. Uh, speaking of the Egger suit, though, go on. Uh, I read something recently that it was one of these. Did you notice this fine detail in the movie? I love them. Uh, but obviously, he kills Egger and takes the skin and wears it as a skin. But he has this skin over the alien. Yeah. But as the movie progresses. I didn't notice this, but apparently the skin gets 
it decomposes more and more as the film goes on. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh. I love when they put little details in there where you're just kind of like, it wasn't necessary. But now that I know about it, it makes it like so much more creepy. Um, I love them. I've watched a couple where there were so many. I've never watched Ocean Eleven. Is Ocean's Eleven the first one? I believe so. I think so. Mm. Um, I've never seen a movie with so many was nobody looking did nobody take a mark and say okay that's where he was standing last last and that's the kind of tie he was wearing there's a person on most sets that's this the continuity manager the continuity person that's supposed to be looking after that and it was somebody got sacked but I think <laughs> I think pe- like loads of people like catching those things in the films and if you throw a few of them in people who oh there's a few in there and their friends are, did you see that miscontinuity thing I'm not going to tell you where it is you know, and they end up getting more people watching the film there's actually people who get paid or make not get paid but they make a living doing those kind of YouTube videos because they do like paid partnerships with other oh, companies okay. yeah and like there's like there's whole franchises for it so I'm like oh I thought it was just me that was interested in that but then when I see so many different YouTube videos yeah. I'm like okay I'm not the only weirdo in this in the cinema it's all good so we finish up there finish up there yeah perfect just one little update we have now decided to upload once a week um our lives are getting uh progressively hectic at the moment the boys are getting bigger and wilder wilder wilder. and they are climbing things but we will probably stick with friday as our upload day to try and keep the weekends free um but if anyone has any recommendations or anything still same applies our email is what's the story ghost at gmail.com if you have any personal stories recommendations send them on to instagram instagram is still the same what's the story ghost and those are all my words i never let you tell me to say my words I'll say your words <laughs> those are all my words eggs and jingle eggs and jingle bye you didn't go up men in black i don't know how that i tried to <laughs> you couldn't remember I missed it. <laughs>